The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we want to talk to you about who should not join our community, the League of Email Marketing Heroes. Genuinely, our membership is not for everyone. And we thought we'd share behind the curtain as to who it is for and who it's definitely not for. Before we get into that, though, if you would like our list of the top 10 books we recommend to improve your email marketing, and oddly, most of them are not email marketing books. How about that? Uh, that's just one of the resources that you'll find over at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash resources. He is making this very episode with terrible toothache. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he's constantly knocking things over and walking into stuff because he has terrible spatial awareness. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy. Kennedy. The word spatial does look weird when it's written down, isn't it? It's very strange. I started off with a C and it made me replace it with a D. Spatial. It looks like something to do with like having a spatula, a spa- doesn't it? Or a spat with one's partner. Terrible spatula awareness. If we've got any listeners who happen to be dentists, uh, Rob, uh, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> oh, wisdom tooth. Hello, this is the show where we give course creators, coaches and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode every Email Marketing Wednesday. Make me tooth hurting. I can't even be bothered to argue with you. It's email marketing Wednesday. Yay. Yeah. It's a, I'm a lucky, he's a lucky winner. <laughs> I'm only, I've got that he's a lucky winner thing because it's actually, um, obviously it's, it's, it's still like the, the tail end of COVID, we hope. And so what our local council have decided to do is host a fun fair. So there's a fun right. fair just outside of our, of our apartment. I'm like, wow, COVID breeding In ground. the car park. Yeah, in the car park, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's on the grounds, I should say. It's on the grounds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, as you listen to the show, make sure you hit subscribe because we are here every single week. We'd love to make sure you get to tune in every week. So hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast player. And while you're listening, grab a photograph or a screenshot so we know what episode you're listening to. Share it on social media. Tag us at Rob and Kennedy and share your big wins from this particular episode. I've got the music from that game Theme Park now going in my head. Oh, and the no. The funfair music and the little kids on, the, ah, on the road. <laughs> See, what I was just thinking of is the importance of, a, of commas. Because when I said, um, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast. On your favourite podcast player. I thought, if you put, if you put a comma in the wrong place, subscribe on your favourite podcast, podcast player. player. <laughs> Eat shoots and leaves. Uh, awesome. Right. So, so want- who is the league not for? Well, of course, the league is not for ugly people. Only sexy people can join the league. And it no, that's, hate it when that's people definitely do those not true. Things. That's not true. That's not true. Don't, don't worry. you hate it when people do those really, like, fake... Uh, this is not for you if you're not serious about your business and you're not oh this. God. That's one of the things we said, you know, do we want to do this episode? Like we, we've been told by the, the content marketing friends we've got, you need to do some content about the stuff that people it's not for. We were very keen in the production meeting for this app to be not 
doing the, well, you know, it's not, I'm just be generally saying it's for everybody, because it, honestly, it's not. So this is not one of those episodes. Also, I, this is some good marketing lessons as we, as we go, go through this episode. So hopefully you'll be able to pull those out as well. We'll try to highlight them as we go. So in true Robin Kennedy style, we are going to do the opposite of what most people do when they're trying to sell you something, which is they usually tell you, oh, it's for this kind of person, that kind of person, and this kind of thing. Um, it, it really isn't for everybody. So that's kind of what this is all about. Alrighty. So, Rob, who's, like, the league? We get a lot of questions about, oh, I do this kind of thing. Is it for me? And actually, the answer to that question is maybe, because right. one of the things we came to the realisation is, the people who the league is really for has, we think, absolutely nothing to do with the kind of business they're in right. or any of like what they sell, whether it's products, services, B2B, B2C, they sell to... It doesn't matter who, who they sell to because we've got members in everything from selling courses online and having coaching businesses through to photographers, people selling keepsakes, people selling uh, bonsai tree goodies. We've got everything ac across that range. So it's nothing to... The thing that rules people out from being the perfect people to get the best results from the league is nothing to do with what they sell. That's the first thing. Right. It's really entirely to do with, with where you're at and some realisations and things like that. And, and kind of, I suppose, what you're into, whether you're willing to, to put the time and the effort and the focus and the work into your email marketing specifically. So the first thing that we really need to get here is that email marketing isn't a quick fix. I Hang mean, truthfully, on. Pff, what? <laughs> I think we all know there is no quick fix in any area of business or marketing or anything. No matter, you know, every time you buy a quick fix, you always end up being disappointed and sort of think, oh, is that really it? It's a bit like if you go and buy it, if you've got the local magic shop and buy a magic trick, you're amazed when they show you the magic trick. But when you get it out of the packet and the mirror falls off, you sort of go, oh, is this all this is? This is, this is crap. I made it's, a a bit of, it's a bit of string. This is crap and made of plastic. Why isn't this as magical as it looked like when he did it in the shop with his spangly waistcoat? So um, we, we always feel that way when you buy a quick fix marketing solution. And so the email marketing isn't one. And so one of the things we need to say is this, and this sounds like a bizarre thing to say, but the league is obviously a monthly membership. You can join, you can cancel, you can join again. But if you're joining with the intention of just hanging around for a month, getting as much as you can and cancelling, A, you absolutely can, and B, we won't stop you. But just don't. Because you're going to just be disappointed. It's not going to be a great spend of your monthly investment up front. Like, it's just not. Because email marketing is not a quick fix. We've made the league a monthly investment because that's that, that's that's what we want to do. We don't want it to be some $10,000 coaching program. That's why it's not. Although it easily could be. We could just change the pricing on it and make it that. But we want to make this something that actually you can afford to get into, you can afford to start using, it becomes immediate good value, and you can immediately start, it becomes a big part of what your business is and, and the email marketing department of your business. And so to get the best results out of email, you really do need to look at it and say, right, where do I want my business to be as a result of email in 12 months from now, 18 months from now, 24 months from now. That's not to say that you won't get amazing results in the meantime, because, for example, Sheila Bennett, our, one of our members who's a coach, came in and made $4,000 in the first month. Sally Farrant, the pricing uh, coach, came in and made a whole bunch of money. I can't quite remember. Over $1,200 just from a couple of flash sale campaigns that she threw out to her list. So people come in and get amazing results really quickly. But really, you need to come into it with the idea that I'm going to make email marketing 
a really good, solid part of my business. And I want to see where it can get me in 12, 18, 24 months time. And if you come in with that mentality, or if you come in without that mentality, it's really not going to work for you. So don't come in thinking email marketing is going to solve everything really quickly. No, it's not one of those things. I don't think there's many things in having a business where it's something you do for a bit and then you uh, you go, all right, that's it done. And it's working forever. Like I posted, uh, I made a post in our Facebook group, the Email Marketing Show community recently, and it blew up. I don't know if you've seen it, Rob, but it was all about how having an online course is not passive income. Having a coaching program is not passive income. Having a membership site is not passive income. Having your own business, doing your own thing is not passive income. And there are so many people peddling it as passive income. And it absolutely is not. Because we have worked 20 hour days. We have worked weekends. We've worked seven days a week, four weeks. We've nearly been bankrupt. We've lost sleep. We've had sit down meetings in tears. We've it's if that's what the definition of passive income is, it needs a different name. So there are not many things, whether you're learning Instagram or email marketing, whether you're using TikTok or whatever it is you're doing, you can't do it once and it'll work forever. And so like anything, before you join the league, you need to to be that place where you've decided that I'm going to do this ongoing and I'm going to continue to master it. And that's the thing. We always talk about taking one thing at a time and master the hell out of it. Become really good at it. And every month, and the other reason it's monthly is because every month when that bill goes out, we hope that acts as another little nudge in a, on a different channel, your bank account, which says, oh, remember, you've got to refocus on your email marketing because, hey, in business, it's so easy with everything going on at different times of the year, you've got different stuff happening. It's so easy to get off track with the things that are working or to get off the track with the things you're working on and having that that small amount come out of your bank each month, then that reminds you, hey, get back on the track with your email marketing. So it's not a quick fix. That's really, really important. The next thing you absolutely need to have before you join the league is you need to have a good product. And I know that sounds like obviously, right? It's not one of those bland statements, but it actually needs to be good. And I'm going to combine that with our next point, which is you also need to have a good offer for that product. We are really, really good at helping you to make more sales of great products and great offers. But if you haven't got a product yet, you you need to fix that first. You need to focus on creating a great product that people want and you know that people want. Definitely focus on that and then come for the league later. That's absolutely great and would love to have you. But at this point, if you're a person who hasn't developed their product yet and you're thinking joining the league will help you do that, I'm telling you now it won't. The, the piece of the action that we pick up on is the promotion, the marketing, the psychology of selling products which already exist. And this could be your product or it could be somebody else's product that you might be selling for a commission as an affiliate or a partner or or something like that. So you really need to already have a product. And let's talk about very briefly the difference between the product and the offer. 
Yeah, so really the product comes down to what the thing is. What is the widget? What is the thing they actually get? What's the deliverable? And the offer is so much more than that. It's all wrapped up with how is it presented? How much is it? How do they? How much do they pay? And on what schedule? Is it a one-off thing? Is it a monthly recurring thing? What's the positioning of the product? What's the sort of hook of the thing? What's the unboxing experience effectively going to be like? It's all of the stuff that sits around it. What are the bonuses they get with it? What's the reason for buying now? It's all of the stuff when you actually physically, because if, if I've got if I make this amazing new car and the car just sits in my garage with the door closed, I've got an amazing product, but I'm, I'm not offering it to anyone. It's not wrapped up in an offer. Whereas the minute I take that and I put it on the television and I say that I've got this amazing car and you can buy it now for only one nine nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine a month for the rest of your life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's and this is what you're going to get. And I'm going to throw in this and all this other stuff. Suddenly that's now become an offer. It's literally the it's the premise and the context with which you take your product and offer it to the market. So it's all of those things wrapped up. So for example, there are really good products that are not selling because people don't have a good offer for them. They're great products, but with terrible offers and terrible positioning. And so if you don't have all of that bit right, again, if you were to take highly qualified prospects and send them to your sales page or sales process in droves, and they don't buy it, that means you're either lacking a good product or a good offer. And email's not going to fix that. For sure, email's going to help because email helps to do some of the selling and the offer positioning. But if the thing they're going to get and the circumstances that they get it under are not good, then you're going to struggle with any method of driving traffic. Absolutely. And if you've got a great offer, but a terrible product behind the offer, there's some people doing that all the time on the internet. Here's this big promise that convince you, you use all the, the scary, charlatan, crappy positioning, psychology, mumbo jumbo stuff on you. And then you buy it and you find out actually it's just a, a toothbrush on a string uh, at the end of it. You're disappointed, which means long term, your email marketing is going to fall off the face of the planet. It's just not going to work. Your business is not going to work. So you want to have a great product with a great offer. And here's a little bit of, it's not really the subject of this episode, but the thing to test the most and change around is going to be play with the offer, not the product. Keep the same product, but think about different ways of structuring how you present the product. Great products sell because they've come up with the way of, of, of making that offer. The other thing we definitely want to have to do is make sure we decide that we're going to be a student of this email marketing thing for life, right? Never, we, we can't stop thinking about this email marketing. And the reason we can't is because email marketing is the way you directly communicate with people. They open your emails on their phones or on their computers and they literally, they read your mind by reading your words, right? They read your words, they understand how you think, how you're making them think, how you're making them feel. And then and the thing is, that changes. How human beings respond, what they suddenly become resistant to, what they suddenly become overexposed to because marketers break everything, what works now, what's okay now, how technology changes uh, to in terms of delivering products, the types of products available, the competition, all of that stuff changes. So one of the things that we do is we make sure we are on the very edge, the very cutting edge of understanding how humans are thinking right now, what their biases are right now, positive and negative biases, and making sure 
that your email marketing responds to that. And that's the reason sometimes you'll join someone's email list and be like, what is this? This is terrible. It's probably because those emails are part of a huge automation this person wrote. That's just like a year or two long, but they wrote it in 1998 when the kinds of things us humans would respond to and buy from and the way we would believe offers is completely different to the level of skepticism and the way things are delivered today. So that's the reason you need to constantly be studying marketing, email marketing, human behavior, and the trends of the world and applying it. So you need to be a kind of person who's a student for life. The other thing you need to do is this is not for you if you're not willing to work hard and then push through when it doesn't work. So the truth is that not everything is going to work all of the time. In fact, with all things in business and marketing, most of the stuff doesn't work most of the time. And so whenever we test new campaigns, we're always aware that actually this might not work. And what we do is we rigorously test a campaign and only when it works, that's when we then put it into the league. We've got some amazing campaigns right now that just don't work. <laughs> they're great ideas and they, they, they're really sound marketing theory, but we just haven't got them to work yet. And when we do get them to work or we shelve them at some point, then we'll decide, okay, does this now go into the league or is it going to get canned because it's it's never worked and we're not going to get it to work either. And so sometimes you've got to realize that everything is different. You know, we're going to give you all of the proven campaigns. We're going to help you to apply them, but it might not work the first time around. You might have to come back at it a second time. You might have one campaign working in your business that doesn't work particularly well. It doesn't really convert. And the second campaign that converts really well, but we would never suggest taking the first one out because the first one might actually be setting up the sale for that second one. We've actually seen a few instances uh, in real life where that's the case. And so one of the things you've got to realize is stuff sometimes might just get difficult. This might not work. You might have technical problems. You might have delivery problems. You might have problems getting people from a particular traffic source to engage with your emails. All of those things are possible. And when that happens, you've just got to be willing to work hard, push through and realize, actually, if I, if I just push through and come out the other end of this with Robin Kennedy's support, because you get to jump on the calls every other week and ask a question and say, what about this? And why isn't this working? And we'll help figure it out. A lot of the time, it's not the email. A lot of the time, it's the product, the offer. It's the other stuff we've talked about, the sales process. Then You've just got to be willing to say, okay, great, but I'm, I'm going to stare this in the face and I'm going to make it work. Um, we are good. We, we've been through that with, with paid ads. We've, we've lost money month after month after month running one particular offer through paid ads. And all we did is we sat down and we said, that's okay. We've just got to make it work. And if that means it's going to cost more than we initially hoped, that's fine. Because we have to make Facebook ads work in order to take that bit of our business and do what we want to do with it. And the reason, the way you do this is you, you realize, and the reason we pursued with Facebook ads is we realized Facebook ads are there. Facebook ads are working for other people and Facebook are still one of the biggest and richest companies in the world because they're delivering something which must be give, getting a result for other people. So we know it works. And it's the same with email marketing. We know that statistically, according to bigger, cleverer people than us, email marketing is the highest return on investment activity businesses of all stages and all, all sizes do. We know the channel works. All we're trying to do is how to make it work for us, our personality, our style, our products, and our offers. That's all you've got to do. You've got to just be persistent with the uh, the search for making that happen, all right? One of the other things that we would say is, if, you're, if you have a product, but you're not already making sales of that product, I would say don't join the league, right? We want to make sure we are amplifying something that is working. What we don't want you to do is put lots of time and effort into showing people showing more people this this offer 
when it might not work yet. Definitely want to make sure that you're already making some sales. You don't have to be making 100 sales or 20 sales or 10 sales a week, but you want to be making some sales to prove that you've got that understanding of people want this thing. You've proven that people want it. You've proven that people want it from you. And you've also, and it's a small thing, it's a real detail, your tech is set up and you can actually make sales. You can actually convert. You can, the, the button works. The, the, the credit card processor works. You want to make sure that you're already making some sales before you join something like the league. Yeah, definitely. Now, the other thing that you really want to do is don't join the league if you haven't yet figured out that email marketing is a critical strategy in your business and it's not a tactic. So there's loads of tactics. If you think about, we've talked about this before, but very briefly, if you think about the general sales process, there's loads of different ways you can sell stuff. There's sales videos, there are webinars, there's you know applications to phone calls, there's long form sales letters, there's loads of different things. And even within those, you can do on camera videos, you can do slideshow videos, you can do uh, doodle animation videos. There's loads of different things you can do. And likewise, there are loads of different ways to drive traffic. You can do paid ads, you can do free traffic. And within each of those, there's a million different traffic methods as well. And so email marketing, though, isn't a tactic like that. It's actually just an irreplaceable strategy in your business. You've got to keep in touch with your existing customers. And the only good way to do that is by email. It's the only good way to do that at scale. Try and replace it with things like messenger marketing alone and SMS marketing alone or telephone. You're picking up the phone and calling people. You can't do that at the same scale and the same results. Those things are kind of tactical things you can add into your business. Whereas all pretty much all successful businesses are using email somewhere in their in their mix. And so what you're really looking to do here is to realize that email marketing is not just a tactic you can pick up and put down when you feel like it. It's actually just a critical strategy within your business and you have to have an email marketing strategy in place. Totally. Now we're going to have a short interruption in the proceedings here to do an update check on Rob's toothache. How is the how is the toothache? Fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> You're chewing through it though. You're doing a good job. You, you, know, you haven't done that whole. Oh, uh, you know, when you come back from the dentist and your face is numb. Um, bless you. Yes, bless you. it's not great, but I'm ploughing through. Okay, and let's resume the advertised program. So, uh, so. The other type of person that the league is not for is people who are still obsessing and thinking and focusing on, I've got to grow my email list. I just need a bigger email list. All my problems will be solved in the world if I just had a bigger email list. If you're still in that phase, that's fine. But we, but the, the people who will get the best results and really fit into our community inside the league are the people who've now matured from that, honestly, and have moved into the phase of understanding that the real focus should be about maximizing the growth of your business and the sales in your business from the subscribers that you do have. Yeah. We The reason we got good, you might have heard us say this before, the reason we got good at email marketing, I mean... <laughs> is honestly, we could not afford to grow our email list. We couldn't afford to focus on the grow my email list. We Also, we couldn't do that kind of email marketing, which just bashes people over the head until they buy, die, or unsubscribe, because we couldn't afford to replace the people we would lose from unsubscribes from that kind of email marketing. So that's where our whole approach came from. So we're not really about, although there are things inside the league that will definitely help you grow your email list more, but if you think that if for those people who think the 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 font of all riches is in growing their email list and just having oh if only I had a big email list, again 
you're probably not going to be in the right community, the right space with the right types of people uh, until you move into a different phase, which is about really maximizing the relationships and the, the sales that you make from your list. And the good news is that once you once you have got that and you have got a maximized sales from the from your small list, you can do a lot more work then to grow your list. But at least the system is in place from the beginning. And all of this is is just a really important thing. And of course, there is a marketing lesson to pull out of this as well, which is it's really important that you know who your products are for as well as who they're not for. Right. Both of those things are important. You've got to understand that actually there's a real value to knowing, do you know that person? is just the wrong customer for me. And the reason is it saves a lot of heartache. It saves a lot of uh, trouble down the line. It also causes you, for example, if, if we if we just allowed anybody into the league and said, come on in, everybody, far and wide, come on in, come on in, come on in, our cancellation rates would be through the roof because you'd have a bunch of people coming in who are just in the wrong place to use it. And that's not good for them and it's not good for us. It means it's not the best use of their money and it's not the best use of our resources and our time either. We want to help the people who were in the best position to help. And so that's why we wanted to share this, pod, this weird podcast episode today that sounds quite short-sighted and sounds like we're saying, don't come in if you're any of these things. Um, And the truth is that's just because we want to make sure that if you do come and join the league or when you come and join the league, you're doing it for the right reasons from, from, from because you're in the right place to make that work. At the end of the day, when you get inside the league, we want you to be surrounded by the community, which is all on the same path. We, we don't want a, a, a community of people and you don't want a community of people in your business either. So that, that, that sort of weird sort of dual bind of, um, of marketing message for you in this episode. But you don't want people in your community who are on different paths. You don't want a whole bunch of people who are not the right people, who are like breaking down the community. You never want to have that. And we're very protective over that, making sure everybody gets the fact that we're on this journey and we're all figuring it out. And it'll all click at different points. And after it clicks and it starts really working significantly, at that point, then it's about amplifying. That's about refining. That's about mastering that skill and keeping it all present and keeping it really relevant. So really weird episode this week, Rob, but we wanted to definitely share it. We'll be getting lots of questions about the league because we have sort of mentioned it quite a bit in the podcast and over on the various social channels. If you're now thinking, well, actually... That is for me. If we haven't scared you off, <laughs> then definitely go and check out the, uh, the the whole sales page with all the, the details of what the league is, who it is for, and everything we give you as a member. It's really simple to get to. You just go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash league. Emailmarketingheroes.com slash league. All the details are there. Now, and as we said, we don't have a minimum commitment. We don't say, hey, you've got to be a member for two months, five months, 10 months, 12 months. We don't say any of that. But we want to try and make sure that the people who do join are there and thinking and feeling this is a long-term thing because we know that's when we can see the best results from you. Awesome stuff. Let's get into this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. What have you got for us, Kennedy? So, I sent an email out recently which said, uh, the subject line was, important milkshake-related question. I love it. Tell us more. Context. So, um, yeah, there's a bit of context for you. Well, the whole, the whole st- the, I was using our daily email strategy um, as usual, and the whole point of the story I was talking about was how some people, when they order a milkshake, so Emma, my other half, she, 
she always orders a different type of milkshake from places. She'll have like a crunchy milkshake, then she'll have a Ferrero Rocher milk. You know, she'll have different different milkshakes every time. Whereas me, I always order the same type of milkshake. Always strawberry. No, no questions. It's always I'm having the strawberry. And for me, for the whole point of the story is you can either be one of those people who like changes things all the time, or you can be a person who like I really like to simplify and have the same thing every single time. So I always wear a white shirt because I, I don't need to think about that. There's no mental calories burned by doing that. Um, I, I like to always have a strawberry milkshake, and that was sort of the message of of the story. The reason I think the subject line works is because I've taken a trivial thing, milkshake and put the word important before it. So I've almost played like the opposite of how do I make the word milkshake more unusual? And then by having the word question on the end, it's like, what could you be asking me about milkshakes that's important? And then I've also added in the word related. So it's important milkshake hyphen related question. So it's Probably not a question about milkshakes. So you, there's no way from those four words in the subject line that you could possibly know what that email is about. Because it's not a question about milkshakes. It's about something milkshake related. What the hell is that? And I'm telling you, it's important. What could possibly be important about something that's milkshake related? It's a very bizarre uh, subject line and it works an absolute treat. Love it. If you've enjoyed this episode, of course, make sure that you smash the... Oh, that's this week's. I forgot the jingle. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. And I thought it was just me who forgot about jingles. Kennedy thought he was going to cry. Um, <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode, and especially that second jingle that was there, uh, then make sure that you can uh, hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast player, wherever you're listening to this right now. Or if you're on the blog, then you can go and find us on your favourite podcast player, like Spotify or podcasts or whatever, and, uh, and, and subscribe there. And make sure you share this episode as well, because we know you've got business owner friends. Business is not, it's, it's a team sport, isn't it? We're always surrounded by amazing people. So make sure you spread the word about the podcast. Tell other people who need to hear this valuable information, but only if they meet the requirements we've uh, stipulated in this episode. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Lovely. We'll see you all next week. Player.